Discernment means the examination or test of things. To be able to discern means you have the ability to judge well. There is discernment as a gifting for occasional situations that pop up, and there is also a spirit of discernment that operates at all times in the life of a believer. In our Christian walk, the spirit of discernment is very important and essential. Being able to decipher the voice of God is a tool that every Christian needs in their race. This is because it helps us know when God is speaking to us. By this spirit, we are able to distinguish between those who are genuinely for us or against us. The spirit of discernment is important in every situation we find ourselves in. Nothing is too big or small to subject to the spirit of discernment. We all need discernment in our relationships with people, business, and finances, and even for things that seem frivolous. A discerning spirit can help you make better decisions in your investments like shopping for food or clothing. Rightness in decision making is very crucial because some choices are ones that have to do with life or death. Discernment is therefore very important in our daily lives. In this episode, I will teach you how to cultivate the spirit of discernment and help you declare this over your life. Welcome to Daily Declarations with Tyless Williams, where we speak God's promises over your life. I declare, I believe, and I receive. When you become a child of God, you already have a relationship with God. It only needs to be developed or matured. A young child is never distant from the parent. They are constantly in touch with each other. In like manner, we are always meant to commune with God and listen to him. God speaks to his children all the time and in different ways. It is up to you to learn his voice. Sometimes he speaks in a still, small voice in your head. Other times he speaks through people or give clues with nature or things. And when you're really in tune, you'll even hear his audible voice. I've heard his audible voice calling my name on a number of occasions throughout my life. John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. This scripture further reinforces the importance of developing your relationship with God. When you have a consistent relationship with God, you will get used to his voice and be able to sieve it out, even when there are lots of other voices in your head. You might feel that it's a very difficult task trying to hear from God, but I want you to know that it is possible. And when your relationship with God is running smoothly, then you will be able to hear from God and know that it is his voice. It's like a banker who spends most of his day touching real money. Such a person is much more likely to know when a fake bill is passed to him versus someone who doesn't handle money very often. This is because of the, of the consistent relationship with money that the banker has as opposed to the few amounts of times a regular person will touch money. 
where the relationship is not consistent, then such a person will have difficulty recognizing the voice of the Lord. Aside from the voice of God, we have other voices that can be heard. There is also your voice and the negative voice. These multiple voices could cause confusion when you're unable to decipher between the voices speaking to you at different times. In the Bible, we will see the story of young Samuel when he was still serving under prophet Eli. It was the first time that God called Samuel directly without the help of Eli. 1 Samuel 3 and 7 records that Samuel did not know the Lord because he had neither spoken to him directly. God called Samuel three times and he heard him, but he never answered God. Why? Because he did not recognize God's voice at, the, at that point. He thought it was Eli that was calling him, so he kept going to answer Eli. It was Eli who pointed out to Samuel that God was the one calling him. We will see that it was after Samuel was told to answer God that Samuel knew and recognized who was calling him. Eli was able to decipher because he knew from past his past relationship with God or his past encounters with God how God speaks. And it was with his not this knowledge that he was able to instruct Samuel in the manner to answer the voice calling him. Now, there are different media that God uses to speak to his people. He speaks when we pray. He speaks when we read the Bible. God speaks when we worship him with songs. He speaks through other people of God. He also speaks through dreams, visions, and trances. God speaks to his children through his written word, which is the Bible. The Bible houses instructions from God and the blessings for obedience to those instructions. The promises of God for those who are his children are found in the Bible. We have established from uh, the previous episode that God desires good things for his children, and he has wonderful plans to give us a glorious future. One of the ways to claim the goodies that are stored for us is for us to study and meditate on the Bible. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says that the book of the law shall not depart from us, but we should meditate on it day and night. Day and night here talks about being consistent with our study of the word. We are not meant to just read through the Bible like it's just a book, but we should be intentional about what God has for us when we read his word. When we are intentional and consistent with meditating on God's word, then we will be able to hear him speak to us through his word. For us as children of God, prayer cannot be overemphasized. Prayer means communicating with God. So this means it is something that we have to do all the time. And by communication, I mean that both sides will talk together. So don't go to prayer with a mindset of just dumping everything that's wrong with you in front of God for him to start solving it. 
But when you pray, be in God's presence to also hear what he has to say to you. Don't just table your requests in the place of prayer. It's supposed to be a place of communion. You should build your relationship in prayer so you can hear his voice whenever he speaks to you. Some of us may think that we are good to go when we wake up and say a few lines of praise for God's sustenance and then rush about to do our business for the day. Never hearing what God has, for, has to say for us for that day. This does not help in building the spirit of discernment at all because of not tarrying in God's presence. We don't tarry um, in the presence of God by dropping supplications upon supplications or just studying the Bible. We have to wait with anticipation for God to speak. Find the time to soak in God's presence by listening for him. Also, when we pray, we should not only pray with our words of understanding, but we should pray with the gift of tongues as well. When you pray in tongues, you are praying in the spirit. And by praying in the spirit, you are building up your most holy faith, as Jude 20 proclaims. You activate the gifts of the Spirit to begin operating in your life when you pray in tongues. I believe it opens a portal from earth to heaven. And this allows discernment and God's spirit of discernment to come alive in your life. There is an importance also in worshiping God with songs. Throughout the book of Psalms, we see instructions to sing to the Lord. Ephesians 5, 18 through 19 also says, Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. This scripture suggests that singing is a result of being filled with the Spirit, and from the Spirit of God comes discernment. Sometimes you might feel the urge to sing choruses to God. This edifies your spirit and also gives glory to God in heaven. God also speaks in situations like this. It might be when you are singing a song that he will speak to you or minister to you. Or when you're just listening to the song, part of the lyrics minister to you on a particular issue that you may, that you may have been dealing with. We should all find soul edifying songs to worship God with. Sometimes a song to the Lord is something that's birthed out of your own spirit. Not something that you hear on the radio, but something that God gave you. There have been times I've made up songs from my heart to God. And there have been times God has given me songs through dreams. Songs are given to minister to you and speak to you and to help you discern that everything will be all right. So be filled with the spirit and sing the song of the Lord. Now, it is important not to neglect the gathering of the brethren. It is said that iron sharpens iron, so we should be sure to join others in service to God. God makes, a, makes use of other vessels to give his word to. He can use your church member or even um, the pastor to give you his word. 
But if you forsake the gathering of the brethren, how would you get the message God has for you through other people? The discerning spirit is very important here because humans devise their messages from quote unquote God. But when you can tell the difference between God's voice and that of man, you'll be able to know what messages to honor and which message to discard. A mentor is also a good option. A mentor is not just anybody who attends the church with you or just an elder in your church, but he or she is someone who is truly in Christ and has lots of knowledge regarding God. A mentor will help in guiding your steps in the way of the Lord. When you might have confusion about hearing from God, a mentor is someone you can genuinely mention your confusion to, and such person will help you in different areas and ways so that you can know God's voice. It will be like how Eli helped Samuel to know the voice of God. If you cannot be in close proximity to a would-be mentor, you can also be mentored indirectly. In this way, you will receive impartation by following a particular person's ministry, faithfully listening to their media or reading their material. There are virtues that we need to exhibit if we want to hear from God and recognize his voice. We need commitment focus, faith, and patience. In our walk with God, generally, we need to commit ourselves to God and make sure that we are very serious with our walk with him. We can't serve God with our hearts if we are not committed to doing his will. To be able to hear from God and recognize his voice, you have to fully commit yourself to his service. With commitment comes your undiluted focus. You cannot just come to study the word, pray, or praise without having a focus. Your mind needs to be one with God so that he has your attention and can speak to you. When the mind is clouded or fuzzy, God will not be able to speak for you to hear because you already have things that you're thinking about. With commitment and focus comes faith. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You can't hear from God if you do not have or exercise faith. Faith is an ingredient in being able to discern God's voice and know what he is saying. When we have faith, we can hear God's voice. Where we doubt our minds are disturbed and we will not be able to hear, listen, or even believe whatever God is saying to us at that time. When we have faith, it means that we will keep looking to Jesus to help us through instead of making a mountain out of the situation that is taunting us. After all these virtues, we need patience. Patience is what will keep us even when everything seems to go awry. Patience will make us strong when it feels like God is not answering our prayers. Patience will help us steadfastly hold on to God's promises even when it seems like God has forgotten us. It is patience that will make us tarry in God's presence after we have said all we have to say.
It is that patience that will make us listen to what he also has to to tell us. It is patience that will help us recognize the voice of God and differentiate it from other voices that can be inside our heads. Patience is an important key in our quest for a spirit of discernment. Finally, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If we are conformed to this world, we will not be transformed because our minds will will not be renewed. We will not be able to do the will of God. The spirit of discernment is needed for our daily activities, from very serious things like picking between two job offers to quite trivial things like picking the route to go through when you want to go to the grocery store. It is the spirit of discernment that will help us not to fall into error. What you need to be committed and be sure to do all that I've talked about today. And um, we should make sure to listen to God. And it's not enough to just hear him speak. We should listen to him. And by listening to him, we are obeying his commands. Because we listen by obeying his commands. We don't, so I don't want you to be like Eli in the book of 1 Samuel Before it talks about how God called Samuel, it it tells the story of Eli and his wicked sons. So don't be like Eli who didn't listen to the command of God to honor God, but he allowed his sons to abuse and desecrate the office of the priesthood. And the judgment of death, poverty, and shame was pronounced over Eli and his descendants because Eli was too jelly-backed to, to make a genuine stance against his son's evils, evil actions. So don't be like Eli today and, um, and avoid um, doing what God has told you to do. But Samuel, on the other hand, heard, listened, and obeyed the voice of the Lord. And what did God do? God exalted him in the temple of the Lord. People began to recognize him as a prophet of God. When we, are, are, when we are obedient, we will be prosperous and it will be well with us. Say this declaration by faith today to receive the spirit of discernment. I declare and decree that I possess discernment and the spirit of discernment for my life, my relationships, and business. I declare that I will not move unless I hear and listen to God first. I will not indulge in that romance until God gives me the go-ahead. I will not submit to that leadership until I've proven by the word and prayer that it's God's will for me. I will not follow the crowd or peer pressure to do things not convenient for my spiritual walk. But I will seek God concerning my inner circle. I will not pursue any relationship without speaking to God about it first. 
I will invite God into every conversation I have with myself about things great or small, from business deals to shopping. I realize that making the wrong decision, no matter how small it may seem, could be detrimental. I decree supernatural discernment that will take residence in my heart and mind. Like Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, I trust in the Lord with all my heart and I do not depend on my own understanding. I declare that in all I do, I will seek God's will. I will acknowledge him in all my ways and he will direct my path. I declare that I trust God to show me which path to take in all my activities or endeavors. I refuse to be impressed with my own wisdom. Instead, I fear the Lord and turn away from evil. By doing thus, healing will come to my body, my mind, and my soul, and I will receive supernatural strength. I declare that God hears me when I pray, and I hear God's answers speaking back to me, and I listen and study to obey. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daily Declarations with Tyless Williams. I hope something was said to uplift, encourage, and inspire you. If you would like to be a blessing to this podcast, please click the link in the description to support us. This will help level up our podcast with sound quality, editing, guest speakers, and more. Thank you for your continued support. May you continue to experience breakthrough in your life. Thank you.